Welcome to Caribbean Storytime with your host, Yolanda Marshall. Tune into various discussions about our beautiful culture, books, authors, recipes, and everything Caribbean. Your children will enjoy reading with Miles on Caribbean Storytime. Yolanda Marshall. Today I have clearly one of my best authors. Um, I was recently introduced to um, Mecca's Edwards books and it's it's quite, she has a wide selection and I, I do recall uh, I mentioned that when I was looking for books for Miles there weren't many and when I saw her collection of books, I'm like, yep, this is home, this is home, and she reached out to me <laughs> on Facebook, it was so great, so um, one of her books I purchased on Amazon, it's called I Am Beautiful, and I read it, it's a multicultural mosaic, and it speaks of various women all over the world, and different cultures, and personalities, and there's one of the characters, and, and I have a boy. But and I know the book is all about little girls, but one of the characters is from, is from uh, Kenya, and my son is half Kenyan, and he was like, hey, that's like Shosho. <laughs> so I can honestly say he loves this book, and I am so bossa nova, so I'm excited about this book, too. So let me introduce you to Nekulet. I, I want her to, to, to tell you all about herself, live from Trinidad and Tobago, a wonderful, intelligent Caribbean author. Welcome to Caribbean Storytime. Thank you so much. And um, I have to tell you, it's a real honor to be uh, to be your first guest. So let me just say thank you for that. <laughs> and thank you for your wonderful introduction. I'm really glad that your son um, liked uh, I Am Beautiful as much as he did. Yeah. Um, well, just to say a little bit about myself, I was actually born in Canada, um, but I grew up in Trinidad. And, um, nice. Yes, nice. my mom is from Trinidad, my father is from Tobago, and um, my father believed in education through travel, so we did a bit of traveling around the Caribbean and, you know, to North America, a bit of, uh, well, to Mexico and Central America, and, well, Trinidad is multicultural, you know. We have, we're a real melting pot of cultures. So, oh, yeah. so a lot of my books, you know, feature um, feature that can have something multi some kind of multicultural element to them. So, um, so, so just and just to tell you a little bit more about myself, I hope I'm not rambling. No, no, please. I, I'd love to introduce it everyone. Talk about it. So far, so good. So you're Canadian. You're Canadian. I am. Yes. That's amazing. And you live in live in the tropical, the beautiful country of Trinidad. Yes, we would That's... love to know more about you. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, I like I said, I grew up in Trinidad, but um, for my for my university studies, I went to I studied at McGill. I did. 
East Asian studies with a concentration, a focus on China, which led me to studying in Japan. And later I also studied in South Korea. And then I spent a year, I also spent a year working in Japan. So a lot of my experience is in the, is from the Far East. You know, a lot of the things that have influenced, you know, how I write, what I write about, my my art style, you know, how I do my artwork, a lot of that comes from um from from the Far East, from Korea, Japan and Taiwan and from China. And Amazing. um yes. And yes. Uh, and of course the Caribbean as well because um you know, I love I, a, a lot of I love putting in my work a lot of Caribbean color, you know, drama and you know, I get that from the Caribbean, but from the Far East, I get, um, what I get from the Far East is a kind of minimalistic aesthetic, and so a lot of my work is very simple, but not necessarily simplistic. So that's really me in a nutshell. My background is East Asian Studies. My master's is in um, international relations, you could say. It wasn't called that, but that's essentially what my degree was. And um, my professional experience has largely been in the field of education, but not um, not in traditional schools. I taught with a company for many, many years, a project management company, and I was their um, I was their language tutor. But I've done a lot of language training, either you know um, at university level and um, also for high school, but never. Never really long term, so that's I would say that's really my um my background in terms of uh the things that have really fed into my work amazing this is so amazing and i I would have to say I've never met an author so diverse like you like I know you said your illustrations are you know simple but not so simple, and that's so true like Thank you. they appear yeah, they're colorful, they appear simple, but the their details in it. That once again, um, the fabric, the print, the, right. the skin tone, the various um, characters, it tells Thank a story. You. Yeah. Thank you. It, you capture it, like, clearly, like, you know, the, the little character from Mexico to uh, right. Asia, <laughs> Africa, you capture it, you know, Hawaii, like, it, the, the details are there. And it, Thank it's, you. Yeah, it's unique. So I... I would have to say, like, it, it says a lot, and, and you're so true, and you are so talented, like, amazingly talented. Like, Thank and you. I would say, yeah, I mean, for myself, I write, I don't do illustration. You literally are, like, the queen of all traits. <laughs> you're the queen of well, all traits. <laughs> well, well, my, 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 my talent lies in the arts. I mean, I, I'm a total, um, a total failure when it comes to anything to do with math or science, but I really love the art. That's where that's where I've kind of blossomed, you know. So um, that's that's what I <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that's what I would say. Um, um, and I guess maybe your listeners might wonder how I started writing, you know. Um, yes. And um, I start, I hope I'm not jumping ahead of you. I don't know if you had particular. Um, no. It's okay? Yeah, no, please carry on. Carry okay. on. Okay. 
I'm yeah, learning way so more I, about you now. So this is like the most amazing opportunity. So please. <laughs> um, so, and by the way, the feeling is mutual. I have seen the work that you produce, at least your kids' books, and I'm totally in love with them. And I haven't even read them yet. You know, I just love how they look. I love the illustrations. I love the concept. Thank so, you. Um, you know, the feeling is mutual. Um, well, <laughs> in terms of how I, I got in, got into writing, I, um, well, I did literature for seven years in high school, and I also did seven years of Spanish and French, so I just have a general love of language, and, um, back in 2001, I started writing poetry, um, really because I saw somebody else write a poem that I really liked, and I thought, you know, I wonder if I could do that. And then that got me into poetry writing, and um, I started writing very prolifically. And then in 2008, I started putting my – so I waited seven years, you know, to put my manuscripts together. Yeah. And, um, and that was it. You know, I did not know that at that point that I could illustrate my books. I, I didn't think I was capable wow. of it, but um, but I'm a believer, and, uh, you know, God told me, Mika, you can do it. And at first, which is very rare for me, at first I didn't believe him. I mean, most times when God tells me something, I, I run with it, you know. But yeah. when he told me that I could illustrate my own books, I was extremely doubtful. Um, there was a lot of self-doubt that I had that I struggled with. And eventually I said, you know, let me give it a, let me give it a shot. And I have to admit, my first attempts at illustrating my books were quite laughable, um, but eventually, <laughs> you don't want to see my first always going to try, but it, it's there, as long as we know that talent is there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it was kind of funny. You know what? Um, sometimes you just have to start with what you have, and then you, and then as you go along, which is what, which is my experience, and you realize, wow, there was so much more there that I didn't realize that I had, and that was that was my experience. Yes, you have to believe in yourself first, you know, and keep going at it. And uh, you exactly. The yeah, you mentioned the poetry, you know, I'm like, I can relate to that. Yeah, it took me years, an accumulation of tons of poems. And in 2008, like yourself, it's like, hey, let me put this into production. And, um, you know, I, I would have to say the journey is it, it's you have your downtime, you have to question yourself, and, but you know that you have it in you and you just keep pushing through and you know that there right. are others who can relate. And in your work, you can see that you read it, you know, the literature in it uh, speaks for itself, the illustration, it is just, it, it touches you on a deeper level and it educates, it really does educate. So you pretty right. much are, you know, one of those Caribbean authors, you know, at this age and time that have so much to offer so much to get, Thank you. And, you know, and I saw your stuff, and I'm like, where was she when I was in Trinidad, you know, where was it, an author <laughs> like this, when I was in Guyana, in primary school, you know, <laughs> where I could pick up, like, five books of this, like, so many of them, and, and it's just, and, and relate, and learn, and yeah, you, you really do make an impact, and I see this, and I'm like, you know, I really hope all the kids in Trinidad get copies of your book. I mean, I really want a lot so of Canadian too. children to have copies of this. You're a Canadian author, Caribbean, right. you know, and like it's these are amazing. It is absolutely 
amazing, and I'm I'm so happy that we crossed paths, you know, and thank I you so much. I'm really happy about that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, so where you know, can one... I find your books? Oh, um, well, at this point, they are mainly on Amazon. I think I have a couple on Barnes and Noble as well, but most of them are. You can find all of them on Amazon. Um, you can find a couple ebooks as well. And, um, yeah, mainly Amazon. Eventually, I'd like to – well, I'm sure there are other stores. And, and you had mentioned the store where you had seen them. Yes, um, yes, yes. Um, your books are actually available when I looked up. So you can buy it on Amazon.ca.com. But also at a different book list store, that's, a, that's um, in Toronto – it's a black right. um store. It's a beautiful store. And when I went on their website, it was there. So anyone in Canada, Canadians, you can actually go to different booklets websites and order the books in, and they will ship it in for you. You can pick it up in the store. Um, ah. But, yeah, like, if, if you Google, like, your name and everything, your books are turning up on, a, on more platforms uh, forms than you know. <laughs> I re- right. Yes, it is. So, but for for Canada, okay. uh, Canada especially anyone in Ontario, um, you can actually pick it up in in Toronto at a different booklet store. Order it in; they'll get it in the Ooh. store, and you can go pick it up. Um, and they're Ooh. pretty much all listed Ooh. there. So, I really hope you could get in contact with them too. And I feel like, you know, Absolutely. I, I call whenever them. you're here. Come, you call them too. How was it? Um, well, um, I don't think I got too far. <laughs> um, I think the person I I think I spoke with the wrong person. Sometimes you just need to speak with maybe somebody in a supervisory position. I didn't I didn't do that, so I probably need to call again. Yes, please do. I you know they will love this if I'm ever there. Mentioning it for sure. But you you're on their website, so that's a big step. And um, right. Yeah, I I think it's it's amazing because. We would like to get these books in the hands of Thank a lot you. of um, Canadian children. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. there's something for everybody, you know, um, yeah. for the kids, but also for the grown-ups and the teens. Yeah. Um, so um, people people can find a, a diverse range of books, you know. Yes. Yes. You have quite a few. And how many books in total do you have? Um, that's a good question. I myself am sometimes not sure. So um, I have, I think when last I counted, I have 19 printed books. So I'm just one shy of 20, but that doesn't include the e-books. And um, that also doesn't include the e-books that I first produced that I have since um, removed from Amazon and the iBook store simply because I wanted to upgrade them and um, especially the artwork, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan is an artist, so you know I, I really needed to um, up my game with my books, and um, so yeah, about maybe about um, well, as of now, nineteen printed books. Amazing! That is, I, mean, I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I want to be like you when I grow up. Like this is, well, this is amazing. Well, you know, <laughs> what's that? I saw, like, I remember when I went on, I have, like, about nine of your books in my basket, right? And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a part of my library. And I started buying, and then after, uh, when I I reached out to you, you're like, oh, yeah, I have a lot. When I looked it, I'm like, holy crow. (laughs) There are, like, tons of stuff here. Like, it was so 
do, but let me tell you, I'm going to have, like, a special, like, just one crate alone for your books, okay? Like, <laughs> and you have something for everyone, as you said. You really do. And so much more to come. So I am That's so right. proud of you. And I just, I'm just looking at it, and I have my little three books. I'm like, damn. <laughs> you, you know, I think that the issue is for me, I'm, I'm a lost child. And, you know, I guess as a lost child, people don't always – um, in your, people who are in your immediate family circle may not always take you that seriously. I used to play a lot by myself as a child. So, you know, um, I think my way of getting people to listen to me is to write books and write and put everything that I've ever wanted to say in my books. <laughs> yes, that is that is good. That is so good. And I'm the first child, so when the little ones don't listen to me, I just, you know, go into my little soul. <laughs> Teacher this or teacher that is auntie this and auntie that, you know. 
And I remember, you know, one day um, walking down the hill because we were on a hill. It's actually called Calvary Hill. And the teachers warned, our aunties warned us, they said, don't go too quickly, you know, don't don't run ahead of us. Well, well, <laughs> I think I was generally an obedient child, but that time I decided to do my own thing, and I did run ahead. And <laughs> uh, next thing I knew, I just felt a chunk of flesh on my upper arm <gasps> just being wrong, you know. Oh, I know that may be shocking for a North American, but it's yes. those kinds of things that keep Caribbean kids in line, at least yes. in my day. Not so much now. I don't think that happens too much now. But back in my day, spanking, wringing of arms, those kinds of things were pretty common. I didn't get it too badly, you know. Yes. And I mean, oh. after that, I kept myself in line. And then when we get to the house at the bottom of the hill where we're going to stay and wait for my parents, um, I had to go to the washroom. They did not have a. They did not have. I hope I'm not being. I'm not being too crude, but they did not have a, a proper washroom. They had a an outhouse. A latrine. So, we call that a latrine in Guyana. Correct. A latrine. Correct. <laughs> so, well, you have to imagine this. I'm a little girl, and you're yeah. using this. You you you're sitting over this big hole. And you just, I'm just thinking, please don't let me fall through, you know? And um, just so that people don't think the Caribbean is a backward place, you, you can juxtapose that with um, with my home where I actually lived at that time, which was a lovely, beautiful home. It wasn't, it was a modern home, really beautifully designed. And so it's not that all of the Caribbean is like this with latrines and so on. We're quite modern, you know? But yeah. um, I, that is one of my childhood memories. I actually included it in one of my books. That's how I remembered it so well. <laughs> yeah, <it's> about... <laughs> and then I'll just give you a very quick second story, but it's actually in the Far East this time. I remember people, of course, in the Far East at that time, that was like back in 2001 and when I was in South Korea, people weren't used to seeing black people. Yeah. So I remember... Waiting at the train at a subway at a train station, waiting for the train to arrive. I went to this little kiosk that was selling all kinds of stuff. And when the attendant in the kiosk, this this kind of middle-aged-looking guy, when he saw me, his eyes popped open, you know. And he was like, and then he motioned to me and he said, "Can I feel your skin?" You know. So I said, "Sure, no problem." So he he passed his hands on my and then he raised it to the other side and flipped it over to see if any color had come off. You know, so oh my I, just, I just started to laugh. I thought it was so funny. I, I know that sometimes people go to the Far East, and if you're black, you may have... Some people say that they, they experience some form of racism or something like that. But for me, yes. I have to admit, most things I found very laughable. I really <laughs> thought, you know, well, I really don't know any better. Yes. Yes, yes. And they would try. And I mean, I mean better you. You know, some people would be like, uh, you know, you're going to feel these paws. <laughs> you put your paws with me, you're going to feel some paws. But, you know, I think it's, it's once again, like, you know, you being really cultured and understanding. And it's just, you know, it, it's, it's an eye opener. I mean, now in the age of social media, it really yes. does educate a lot of people the same way it can educate them about our culture and such, 
we can also educate ourselves about bears, right? So, right. Yeah, we all learn. We all learn, and we're all looking for new things and, and just, you know, seeking that experience. So, yeah, right. curious in their own ways. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, very curious. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, we need more stories from you, and I know you have a lot. You have a you have a lot of stories. I know that for sure. So, you know, it, it would be so great if I can have you on one time to like read one of your books. Um, oh, that'd be nice. Even one that you want to share with us for the kids, and you know, that sure. would be amazing. That would be amazing, especially around you know coming on to the winter months here. You know how it gets. Right. Kids are just locked up inside. What's Keep them reading, keep them listening, you know, introduce the parents to new literature to share and to uh, stack up their library shelves with. So, right. Yes. Oh, it was such an honor having you on. Mecca Thank Edwards. you. Such it an honor. It was an honor being, <laughs> being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we're going to keep in contact. And Absolutely. we have way more story time with NECA Edwards. Thank you for tuning in to Caribbean Story Time. Bye. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy.